Thank you. Thank you very much for this. Wow. Unprompted applause. That's Absolutely. Wow. Fantastic. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the second ever live recording of Baker and Wright. He's, he's Baker. I am Wright. Sort of, that's my name as well, but like... I'll be hoping to be proven right on a number of things that will come apparent later. Well, thanks for very much uh, for coming along. Uh, make some noise if, you, if you've if you ever listened to the podcast before. Yeah! More than I thought. That's, that's good. <laughs> and, ma- and make some noise if you've never listened to the podcast before. Um, pre- More than I would have liked. So <laughs> that's fine. Uh, Jared, hello. Hi there. This is How's what we going? do. This is our natural rapport that we've worked very hard to craft. That's what it said in the review. <coughs> said said we, we had a... We bounced off something each other, about, I, I think. Yeah. As, as is apparent now from this very forced, Just uh, awkward... Just like... Lightning fast. Uh, so what normally happens is I go over to Jared's house to record the podcast. Um, once I've successfully negotiated his stairs, which are a death trap... Uh, then we get into the recording and talk about our weeks. Uh, but it's nice, can I just say, to turn up here and again for the second week in a row not have uh, worried about my life being in danger. Yay! Which is not nice. worried at all. That's good. Mm. That's good. And, and it's nice that, you know, you're wearing a suit. You didn't wear a tie this week, I noticed. No. That's fine. Dress down. Didn't have, didn't um, have one that went with... Uh, the floral. Whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, well, oh we're not getting fashion criticism now. Sartorial I uh, see. elegance. Um, so, Hello. What have you been up to during the week? Well, I've been seeing uh, quite a number of, uh, of, of French festival shows. It's a French festival at the moment. Good. What this is, part is of. it really? This, this, <laughs> this, this, this right now is part of the French festival? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Good. It is. It's, the excitement shows. is palpable. There's been ups and downs. <laughs> um, Good. This might be one of them. Um, <laughs> definitely be one way or the other. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly. Um but yeah, um, most, mostly that. Uh, You've been what, a busy, busy theatre-going person. Yeah. Um, I, I moved house this week. Right, okay. Which is, which is shit. Um, I hate moving house, so I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of it. D- does anyone else find that when you move house, it's like, I think it's a really low bar for success that you're generally happy with how the move has gone if you haven't broken anything expensive. That's, do you find that as well? Yeah, it's been a long time since the movie passed, but sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's like a quite a like a like a low th- like yes, we didn't break anything too expensive. Like you always break something. That's sort of like a you mm-hmm. always break something when you move. What did you break? I broke a bottle of olive oil. Oh. Because that I'm can be depending so on the sort class. of olive oil that could have been. Sorry. Was it was it expensive olive oil? It was getting up there. Yeah. 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 I don't I don't fuck around with my olive oil. That's okay. Fair. You've, you've, you've <laughs> gone beyond budget to sort of. Yeah. This, I, no, this was. I can't even, that's how obscure it was. I don't even remember the name of it. Well, okay. Mm. Fancy olive oil. Uh, the other thing I did uh, this week is once I had settled in the new place, I noticed that some neighbours in the neighbourhood, funnily enough, had mm-hmm. a squeaky gate. Could have used that olive oil, couldn't I? <laughs> Just think well, about it. But yeah, had you known that, would you have still moved in? Or would you have looked for a different, <laughs> a different flat? No, I would have gone, this is completely unacceptable to get me out of here. No, uh, and it only became sort of apparent at night. And I was wondering, is it poor form to sort of wander up and down your neighbourhood at night with a can of CRC, just CRCing people's gates? Is that bad? Is that creepy? It's unusual. Did someone say Christ year? Yeah, we'll say... Sorry? <laughs> That's... Yeah, okay. Are, are there any like other it. like home handyman activities you'd like to offer the people in your street? Like... Definitely not, but not, only if it's annoying me. 
Okay. Like, by general yeah. rule, if there was like oh, a loose a loose step or something, I just I'm walking past this. This grass is really unkempt, and um, well, no, because then the word will get out that I'm the idiot on the neighbourhood that will just mow everyone's lawns because eventually <laughs> it will annoy me, and I don't want that happening. Yeah, that oh, another neighbour on the other side's got a got a really noisy child, and so I um, I don't like where <laughs> this is going. <laughs> Took some CRC. Ooh. <laughs> um, the other thing that we both no did uh, during the week was um, the special guest we had on last week, uh, James Atkinson. We both went and saw his play. We did. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shall we? Shall we kick into the podcast proper then, or have you got something else that happened in the week that you want to discuss? Oh, no, well, one one other one other thing um, yep. happened, which I should mention because because uh, because here here in the audience, the uh, preface episode of the year of reading massively, a competing podcast. Uh, which which I, I appeared on on that uh, preface episode. Uh, it's uh, Johnny Potts's project. Yes, that was released yesterday, so that you can listen to that once you've listened to this. Yeah, make it a priority number two, ideally. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, and good. Have good you to listened know. to it? Did it, you feel it went well? Did you come across good? Uh, I didn't listen. No. To it. Okay. No. That's. Okay. I was there so when it was recorded. So you need other people to boost the numbers. I, I, knew what, I know what happened. Yeah, I know, but I listen to this podcast every week. Well, that's more to do with your narcissism. Than, um, <laughs> Hard to argue with that. Yep. All right, shall we, shall we kick into it then? Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Newsmakers. Do the people that make the news... Good. I'm obviously a fan of the Newsmakers segment <laughs> in, which is good. All right, one of our more popular all the news that's fit to read. Uh, I'm going to lead us off with this headline... Bicycle thief and goat kidnapper apprehended. Uh, that's one person. Uh, let me let me tell you about this this cracking news story. <laughs> Authorities in Portland, Oregon, have captured a man accused of stealing two bas- bicycles and a dwarf goat. P- in Portland, police say the 18-year-old Oleg Plushev stands accused of theft of the goat named Penelope. <laughs> this is news uh, from her owner's yard on Tuesday, along with two bicycles. Police were alerted to Plushev's involvement when he blanketed his neighbourhood with flyers for a garage sale, listing among the items for sale two bikes and a small goat. <laughs> uh, he also listed the items on Craigslist. He was uh, released Wednesday without bail, pending a court appearance. Um, <laughs> did he get away on one of the bikes? We are not goat told. under one arm. <laughs> Maybe he got away on the goat. And the know, bike under the other. No hands. <laughs> Would have been a great look. Yeah. It certainly wouldn't have aroused any suspicion from anyone. Did you see anything in the neighbourhood? Well, just a man riding a goat with two bicycles under his arm. Nothing out of the ordinary. Not that much weirder than the guy we saw on uh, Thursday night <laughs> walking his giant white rat. Yeah. Yeah. Was that you? No. <laughs> it was also. Shit, I is that you, Johnny? I would have taken oh, a photo. Fuck, sorry, that's unprofessional, isn't it? Yeah. Forget I said that. We'll but get that in post. He was also not Johnny, but the, this guy was um, was was sort of going through um, ashtrays looking for cigarette butts. So um, take some I sorts. Taking a photo might. What have you got for us, Jared? In your first <laughs> new story. Well, I um, I first of all, uh, I wanted to express. Um, uh, my my support and sympathies for for Harrison Ford who crashed his plane. Um, okay, it's today. Uh, he's apparently he's battered but okay after crash landing on a on a golf course. So it's quite serious about this childhood hero of mine. Got I know, uh, I know I, previously you've talked about how you basically wanted to be Indiana Jones. Yeah, and then discovered that uh, most archaeologists aren't so um, <laughs> Indiana Jones like. Yes, right. Yeah, um, but I, I just it occurred to me that another. Uh, older uh, 
um, science fiction actor has has um, well he passed away uh, last week Leonard Nimoy and and what's the connection J.J. Abrams directed the new Star Trek movie featuring uh, Leonard Nimoy and now directing the new Star Wars movie which is featuring uh, Harrison Ford maybe this was Abrams's evil plan all along can't rule it out um, I'd be very 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 surprised if that does <laughs> prove to be the case no. but is that the new story? Yeah, that's, okay. that's pretty much it. We, we, we know what the, the okay. content of... Okay. He crashed a plane. Harrison Ford <clears throat> crashed a plane in a golf course. It's the news. <laughs> okay. Uh, my, my second story, sexy male escort service, a bed of lies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this escort is neither sexy nor male. Well, <laughs> the male escorts on the Cowboys for Angels website... <laughs> are ready, willing, and able to make women happy. But don't get ready to part with your cash and jump into bed just yet. Owner Garen... Garen? Is his name? Garen. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Garen Jones assures the public that his stable of 65 handsome, muscular men know all the tricks to satisfying a client beyond their wildest dreams. 65. An investigation by a local journalist revealed only one escort on the books, an otherwise unemployed 58-year-old man who was claiming living assistance. Uh, Jones refuted the investigation as a pack of lies. However, when the Huff Post came calling, he made some stunning admissions. The former male model, who works under an assumed name, well, I suppose you would if your name's Garen, uh, tells us that his website was populated with bogus bios for fake men, and he, and this is a quote, I lied about pretty much everything. Uh, nevertheless, James says by the story went viral, he made it all real by assembling an army of 25 men in different cities, establishing what he calls the finest escort service in the country. When pressed for further details, Jones walked out. Right. <laughs> is, is Garen an assumed name then? Or no, 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 Garen's the real name, but he okay. goes under a pseudonym. Okay, good. I don't know what Just the pseudonym is. We are not told again. Sorry, light on detail, this news story, I'll admit. Fair enough. Take it away. Okay, well, uh, my, my uh, last one. Man with auto brewery syndrome gets drunk on carbs. <laughs> Chowing down on a box of chips sends one British man into a drunken, vulgar state. Every day for more than a year, Nick Hess would become intoxicated after eating carbohydrates. It was weird. I'd eat some carbs and all of a sudden I was goofy and vulgar. He told the BBC, his wife thought he was an alcoholic and one night scoured their house trying to find what she thought were hidden bottles of alcohol. But after a visit to the doctor, it turned out he was suffering from a rare condition called autobrewery syndrome, whereby the stomach has an overgrowth of yeast, which turns carbohydrates into excess alcohol in the blood. Some people are wishing for that here. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. Oh, sounds amazing. Um, Is it just crisps that do this to him? Carbs. Any carbs. Just any from, sort of from, carb. From the, from the okay. looks. Um, it's, he's, it's been hard to cure. He's been taking uh, antifungal drugs and has to have a diet low on carbs and sugar, which seems like a cure worse than the disease, really. <laughs> uh, he says he still has one or two episodes a month, but it's nowhere near as bad as it was. I have my wife to thank for that. She carried on searching for an answer when I was ready to give up. I'm, Great stuff. That's yeah. a heartwarming news story. <clears throat> I know. Lovely. Okay, so, yeah. good. Um, yeah. So that's the news. All, all the news. Oh, that's... sorry, I did actually oh. have uh, some uh, like a live, like a breaking news story uh, throughout the uh, record tonight. I'm going to be giving you updates on the Wellington shipping container crisis. So that's still in the harbour. That's the update there. I'll be coming back to that. <laughs> I'll be following the story as it happens.
Thanks to Radio New Zealand. Um, all right, so shall we move on to our next segment? Yes. Pretty exciting. This is the, the segment you've all been waiting for, I assume. It's the special guest segment. Please welcome our special guest for this week, playwright Simon McCarthy. Hello, Simon. Hello, hello. Hello. So, um, Simon, you're... Get right um, in there. Get, that's, oh, yeah. You're the writer of a play in the French Festival that'll be opening at BATS this week? Next Friday, yeah. Next the Friday. The coming Friday, yeah. The 13th to 21st. Don't Ever Forget is what it's called. And I've just come from rehearsals for it, but actually I had like two hours in between. And it was awesome because I got to hang around Wellington and just see a bunch of people who had come from homegrown. But that is a treat. Mm-hmm. It, w- it wasn't actually on, so they've got all <laughs> ready and prepared, and they're just walking around town wondering what to do. And an actual conversation I heard was, "Oh, we can't go on the train, man. I I pop those pills and stuff." And then the <laughs> other guy goes. Well, we should go to the movies and see maybe, I don't know, is Paddington Beer on? And I thought, <laughs> that is awesome. If there's one thing I want to see, it's one guy freaking out at Paddington Beer in the movies. Well, it would be great. Well, look, um, yeah. your show doesn't open until Friday. Are you going to write that exchange in? you got time. Oh, shit, I shouldn't have done it here then. Um, yeah. Well, so we could, we could edit it, it out. You guys would keep quiet if we edit that bit out, right? I mean, one of the things we do is we'll yep. try and sort of offer you some ideas for improvement. Tips. Be, yeah. Yep. I don't know, like, how you feel about a rewrite so close to opening night, but we've got the goods. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just come and see us. Yeah. Well, yeah. you have done, so that seems redundant to say, but I'm rambling. E- excellent. No, no. I'd love to hear them. Um, okay. So it's well, about... You, so you've come from rehearsal. Yep. Yep. Are, are, you, are you in it? I am not in it, thank did, God. Did you direct it? No. You I didn't do right, any okay. of that, so you can... Did you write it? <laughs> My <laughs> name's yeah, we'll say heavily yeah. involved. Yeah. And, then, yeah, and this yeah. is the first uh, this first is play the, you've had produced. Yeah, first play I've done. Wow! But, wow! But I'm sure that's 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 going to be fine. Rest assured. Worked yeah. out really well and for we'll, our last special guest. Let me assure you. <laughs> well, um, si- Simon Simon has just come uh, from uh, doing a writing course at Vic. Yes, so, so, so I did the okay. MA last year in creative writing. And Good. so, hopefully, that means that. it's going to be amazing. Yeah, okay. yeah. You're well, fully qualified yeah. to do so. So, Vic are, are hoping that as well because people will come along and see this and go, "Well, I that's the course for me. <laughs> that's the quality of uh, that." Yeah, course. there's a lot riding on this. <laughs> yeah, Gosh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, tell me who who's in it. So, who is in it is Joe Dickers, Ray Hanna, Aidan Weeks, Susie Berry, Michael Pitt. And Vanessa Kumar. Great, great stuff. And Anya Tate Manning's directing it. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it for the director. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. So there's some yeah. quality control. So Absolutely. Yep. It's going to be good. Anya's directed quite a lot of stuff, hasn't she? Yeah, she's yeah. done. Yeah, and they all read it and went, we're still going to do this. <laughs> I don't know if they read it or just trusted <laughs> I certainly <laughs> hope so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Signed on uh, Unseen. Fair enough. Yeah. Good. All right, so. So tell, so tell us what it's about. Yeah. So basically, it's seven years after a really bad high school metal band competed in the Rock Quest, and they've all gone together in a in a room under false pretenses, and it sort of starts there. There, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds, yeah. sounds very interesting. So um, just just off that, do you have any suggestions right off the bat? Or is what? there any music in it? 
I mean, do they play? I, like, seems I quite mean, a musical sort of genre that you've gone with there. So, if yeah, the answer I, is no, I do, I do have a guitar at home that we're going bring to bring it in. Definitely prop. bring it in yeah, for yeah, the yeah. yeah. And um, That's suggestion number one, a bring it, bring guitar. Yeah. Do you want to note that down or? Do, yeah, I don't want you to forget. Okay. Uh, that's going to be good. Yeah. yeah, just put it in your phone. How many? How many are in the band? What? How many are in the band in the play? Uh, five. Five. Yeah. Sharing one guitar. Sure. Oh, yeah, I don't think of that. You don't That's normally, <laughs> you don't well, normally have five sing. guitarists in a band, man. Like, be a bloody rock that would, be, that would be. Could that, could that be sort of a comedy element? They all want to play guitar. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Yeah. It occurs to me now that I've never been in a band. So this is, <laughs> um, right about what you know. Good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so what sort of research did you <laughs> Have well, you ever gone to a gig? Yes, I, I went to Done. Slash last week. Uh, yeah, two weeks ago, just... Mm-hmm. Just for research, and um, from that, I've devised the show. So, uh, any of the characters, yeah. uh, any of the characters based on Slash? No, it's all it's all sort of thing. I mean, one guy wears a top hat. One guy's got really curly hair. They Sounds. All, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so in a way, all of them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've got five slashes in a band. Yeah. Great. Right. I'm I'm going. Yep. I'm sold. One, have one, have you considered just mm. as you know for a suggestions, just taking this a, a, a little bit, um, you know, a, 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 a turn in and slightly away from what you've described the plot as? But if you had an Axel Rose character and then <laughs> had them falling out and sort of a thinly, have you considered writing a Guns and Roses biopic? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's only going over an hour, so. Mm-hmm. The falling out for 30 years is going to be quite hard to achieve. Condense it down. I mean, I'm not asking you to do Chinese democracy, but I'm just just saying, (laughs) get the key message across. Um, Okay, well, that that sounds good. Yeah. Um, Good. Yeah, go and see it. Go and see it. Okay, this is your chance. It's a bit like Dragon's Den. Just pitch pitch your play. You've really gone over a lot of the key messages already, so this is going to be a challenge for you, but go. Yeah. Go and see a play about a band from a guy who's never been in a band. Uh, it's on at bats the 13th to the 21st. Um, there's amazing, talented people in it, which make me look good. So How that's about price? it. What's the, what's the price? Uh, it, it, it's Kohar. If you think Kohar is between 12 and $18, then <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> yeah. Okay. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Very good. Oh, that was uh, Sam McCarthy. 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 Sorry. Good. All good. So now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> So um, we'll, we'll, we'll call upon uh, Simon uh, again right now, in fact. <laughs> right. Uh, because we're, we're on to uh, – this, this is one of our favourite segments. Um, and soon I'm to sure be one of yours. Soon to be one of yours. Uh, we, um, this, is, this, this is a segment we call Inside the Voice Actor Studio. Should we all do this? Definitely do this song. It's time to go inside. The voice actor's studio. Yeah, that's optional, but that's nice to have. Anyway, so Good. okay. So um, last week, <clears> what we did is we had a whole bunch of uh, pieces of paper written uh, on seats, and we asked people to write down impressions. So, for example, you might get Homer Simpson buying a hammer or something like that. So, like a like a celebrity or a person that's well known, um, and then an activity as well. We were going to do the same this week, but we had just just. Just so many quality suggestions last week that we've kept them. Uh, now we're going to do some impressions, and it's going to be amazing. Okay, everyone? Good. All right. Okay. All right. There we go. 
Okay, Jared, lead us off. What have you What have you got there? I've got Marlon Brando <laughs> ordering soup. Well, I'm looking forward to this already. <clears throat> you, just, you want me to just do it? Oh, are we all okay. saying? Are we okay. all saying them and then yeah, we're all doing? Say them all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got Steven Seagal rebuking his dry cleaner. So that's that's and good. I have John Key creating world peace. <laughs> it's not rigged. I promise you that. <laughs> okay. Best of luck. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to need some soup over here. Here we go. That's my impression. Um, it's just occurred to me that hasn't Steven Seagal quite, got quite a husky Brando-esque voice as well? Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll we, find out all right, so when Steven, you do Steven your Steven Seagal, pitch impression. Uh, rebuking his dry cleaner. <clears throat> what's, the, what's the sort of thing that happens at, okay, yeah, at a dry cleaner? <clears throat> you can't believe you haven't got these basic stains out of my trousers. Who the fuck was that? I'll tell you, what, I'll t- I'll tell you it wasn't. Stephen fucking Seagal. Right. S- sorry. Marlon Brando again. Um, <laughs> uh, but the one we've all been looking forward to, John Key creating world peace. Okay, just pretend I'm smiling throughout this. <laughs> like... Like an assassin. Like an assassin. Like, like someone slightly special. Um, okay. All right, uh, just have a sausage and a beer and forget about things. Uh, just let it go. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so now this is the part where you get to decide who won the impression off. Um, so okay. make, some, make some noise. We'll do like a very unofficial clapper meter. Mm-hmm. If you think the best impression you heard was Marlon Brando ordering some soup. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Don't, I'm not too confident, don't worry. Um, now make some noise if you thought the best impression you heard today was Steven Seagal rebuking his dry cleaner. You dicks. <laughs> and now, of course, make some noise if you thought the best impression you heard today was John Key creating world peace. Well done. Well done, Simon. You've, you've, you've won that. You've absolutely slaughtered us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's it. All it, take, it took was, was the second guest on the, on, on the podcast. Our second, we've had two guests so far uh, in person on the on on our podcast and its whole history. Both of them white male playwrights, and um, <laughs> we so have very a diverse. very diverse podcast. Um, yes. So n- now we're moving on to our next segment. It's it's the big quiz. The big quiz. Oh no, that one. Is this our quiz music? Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> old time. Uh, uh, the the big old timey quiz. Does it not make you feel quizzy? Makes me feel ancient, but no, I wouldn't say because um, Simon, your role in this is just to adjudicate. If you see any obvious facts or any cheating going on, please, please intervene. Mm-hmm. But there shouldn't be. Right. Um, so what we what we do in the live show for the quiz is we each pick someone from the crowd and we play for them to win our mystery prize, which has been a heavy component of our marketing campaign. And this week, the mystery prize is the same prize it was last week: my old DVD player. <laughs> Plays, it plays DivX, so... Digital versatile discs. So if you got some of those, you want one of these. It's got the remote. Is there any batteries in that? So bring your own batteries. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there, I, we don't know. We haven't plugged it in. There may even be a DVD in it. 
I certainly hope not. It's a mystery. Um, <laughs> so can we get a, a volunteer for Jared to play for? Who, who wants Jared to play for them in the quiz? Any, anyone? Yep. Excellent. And what's your name, mate? Stephen. Stephen. Jared, you're playing for Stephen. Yep. And can I get someone to play for, please? Don't all put your hands up at once. Yeah, and, what, and what's your name? Tino. Tino? Yep. Excellent. Okay. I hope you want this DVD player because I'm feeling very confident. <clears throat> all right, let's go. Hit me with it. Okay. Neil Blomkamp, the South African director of District 9, Elysium, yep. and new robot movie Chappie, has yep. just announced his next project will be a sequel to what science fiction film series? Blade Runner? No. Did, 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 you, did you want to get that one, Simon? Aliens. There we go. Yay. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. well. <clears throat> it's not looking good. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Question for you, Jared. Krishna Karate plays for which team at the 2015 Cricket World Cup? Is it A, Bangladesh, B, UAE, or C, Ireland? Well, um, <laughs> Krishna Karate. Big. It's, it seems like it might be a trick question. So I'm going to say Ireland. That's, that seems silly. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely not. It's the UAE. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the book... And now film, Fifty Shades of Grey, started life as fan fiction based on which series of novels? Mills and Boone? I don't know. Obviously. The Twilight Saga. You're joking. No. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Well... It's worse than you thought. Yeah. <laughs> in, in an absolutely crazy twist, my next question is also about Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seems like you might know this then. Um, um, in the movie Fifty Shades of Grey, yes. what is the first name of Christian Grey's... I've put love interest, but... Is it Anna? Anna? It is. Can we accept that? Anastasia. Well, we, now you've said Anastasia. Can we accept that? Because that's her name. So, yeah. No, well, look, the, the people have spoken. It's nil-nil. Oh, Sorry. this is an outrage. This is an outrage. <laughs> Simon, we're going to have to go for you for this. Do you, does he get the point or not? Yeah, go on. Okay, 1-0. 1-0 to Jared. Okay. <laughs> oh, look. It's, it's, <laughs> I'll pull it back here. I'm feeling really confident. Yep. Okay. Which uh, famously moustached actor was originally cast in the role of Indiana Jones? Was it Tom Selleck? Yes, it was. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, did you see anything go I, on there? I no? did not Excellent. expect you to know that one. Well, one all. I did. Mm -hmm. So, one all. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the, the last question for you. Uh, this yep. is, so we have to go to a, a tie-break situation, which we have not prepared for, um, if, if you don't get this right, which I don't think you will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how many sides does a hendecagon have? A hendecagon. Uh, 84. No, um, it is 11. <laughs> right, so... Play along at home. It's so tiebreaker, how, how are we going to Tiebreaker? Did you prepare a tiebreaker question? I did not, but I can think of one if you've got one. Have you got one? Why don't we get Simon to come up with one? Ask, well, it, on ask it of us both. Any sort of trivia question, and it will be fastest finger, in a way. Well, it's very graphic. Any sort of question will do. 
Any question? Yep. Um, what's the name of my play? I wasn't listening. Don't ever forget. <laughs> yes. Yay! <laughs> well done. Congratulations, Stephen. This bad boy's coming your way. Woo! That's uh, Samsung. So that's quality. Uh, you can pick that up after the show. I'm so sorry, Tino. I tried my best. I, I, I tried poorly, actually. But uh, yeah. Anyway, that was the big quiz. <coughs> Hooray! So now... We're, we're moving on to uh, one of one of my favourite uh, segments of this, Adam's poem. So um, I've prepared a, a short poem for you guys. Do you want me to keep this playing the whole time? I quite like that, yeah. Okay. It's a nice drop to it because the poem itself is in very low quality. So just really focus on the music. Would be my oh, you're going to need to wrap it up in like 20 seconds. Okay. <laughs> Actually, cut, cut the music. It's okay, straight yeah. to me. Okay. Right, see, a seamless performance. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do the poem, and then I'm gonna it should be become apparent near the end what it's about. <clears throat> At first, it's nothing. It'll be okay. I tell myself it will, but will it? The fear washes over me like a dark wave, washing over me. <laughs> the fear turns me inside out. I try to stay calm, but I can't. I start to move like a wolf, a panicky wolf. Powerful. Hunting and searching, grasping at straws, logic leaves me. I'm no longer a wolf, but a befuddled goose. <laughs> Directionless, then motionless, then hopeless. I've given up. My wallet's lost. I cancel all my cards. I find it. <laughs> so that's, that's my poem this week. Well done. And it's poem, which actually brings us in record time, I might add, to uh, to our um, our final uh, segment, final segment. Yeah. Um, so uh, we've been we've been pitching movies to you guys, the um, the the audience. Uh, at the end of it, you decide. Um, just pretend that you're the film commission. Uh, you decide which one gets funded. So this week, uh, we've just, we've uh, given each other a challenge of coming up with a movie based on an '80s or '90s TV show. So we thought, you know, those have been so successful Yeah, it's, it's certainly not an original idea or genre. No. Absolutely not. But um, we're, we're going to give it a sort of a, a, a twist or a spin. And by mm-hmm. that, I mean follow the same formula everyone else has. Yes. So, Simon, um, with your extensive writing background, uh, feel free, to, after we pitch these, to just give us any input that you would like to. Um, don't be, don't be right. too cruel. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Jared, what, okay. what, uh, what show have you gone with? Okay. Oh well, let's 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 reveal that as we. Okay. As we go Do it your it. way then. Yep. yep sure. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Steve Burns is an ordinary guy living an ordinary life. He has a good job, a nice house, and a great social life. But one day it all turns upside down. Steve comes home to find that his beloved dog has gone missing. At first, he thinks his pet has simply run away, until he finds the first clue. In the dog's place has been left a series of increasingly complex puzzles, each one marked with the dog's paw print. To save his dog and get his life back, Steve must solve the puzzles and follow the trail of paw prints wherever they might lead. He works on them feverishly, helped along by strange voices only he can hear. Even as things become more and more strange and unfamiliar, whatever the danger, whatever it takes, Steve is determined to follow the trail of his missing dog and finally solve Blue's Clues. (laughs) 
Fantastic. That's going to be a tough, a tough act to follow. Um, I've gone for a, a mega show of the 90s that stretched into the early 2000s. Um, I think it's time this, this came back uh, on the big screen. I've gone for Friends, the movie. Um, so, set in the present day, our story starts with Ross. It just hasn't been his day, week, month or year. Shortly after breaking up with Rachel, again, Ross had discovered a new species of dinosaur, but after closer examination, it was revealed to be the bones of a particularly large chicken. <laughs> Depressed and struggling with the events, he rents his old apartment back. Needing help for moving day, he calls up Joey and Chandler. This is where the central plot of the film takes place, as the trio hilariously try to move Ross's oversized couch in. <laughs> An hour of Ross yelling, PIVOT! ensues. And along the way, Rachel, Monica and Phoebe come, do- come by to make wry comments. Uh, during the course of the day, we cram in cameos from actors who have appeared in Friends, such as Gary Oldman, Brad Pitt, Reese Witherspoon, Paul Rudd, and the guy that played Gunther. The movie closes with all six friends finally getting the couch in Ross's apartment before, in a last-ditch attempt, he asks Rachel to marry him, leaving the door wide open for a terrible sequel. The final line is delivered by Chandler. Could this be any more continued? <laughs> so that's Friends the movie. A smattering of applause, good. Yeah. It sounds like a cracker. All right, so now you, uh, you guys as the film oh. commission, or should we go to Simon to first? Simon for feedback, yeah. Is there any sort of feedback on either one of these you want to give us? I'm just wondering, with Friends, is this a reboot, or is it the same cast It's the back? S- It's the same cast uh, subject to availability. Right, right. Yeah. But you're happy to interchange cast if they... If they're not around, they're not around. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Right, right. But who's not interchangeable for you? Probably, uh, what's Matthew Perry up to? Not much. He's definitely in. He's done. Yeah, he's doing the odd couple of the TV series. Yeah. Well, he's he's. Which, a, I am ashamed to know. That's going to be cancelled. So he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll, yeah. that'll free it's him right terrible. up for this. Is, Pro- probably David. Since the actually since the movie's based around Ross, I'd probably have to go with Ross as he can't be he can't be lost. Well, if David Duchovny is available to play Ross, well, it just seems Ross. like we're, we're getting, getting David Duchovny yeah. to play David Schwimmer's role just just because his name is David. And if instead and, of and instead of an archaeologist, he was an FBI agent. David Duchovny yeah. doesn't have black hair, does he? It's more of an auburn, <laughs> <laughs> more of a burnt terracotta. I'm, I'm always sort of taken by his brown eyes. I think to Google image <laughs> search. Come on. <laughs> um, any, okay, good. Right. Yep. yep. <laughs> any, any any feedback for Blues Clues? Just perfect. Just just amazing. Okay, um, yeah. so you guys are the film commission now. What would you pay money to go and see? Would you make some noise if you would pay money in the gold lounge? Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> right. you're good. Hey, okay, that's all the noise you're allowed to make for Blues Clues now. So now, who would go and see Friends? Someone, anyone? Yeah, yeah, there we yeah. go. Well, it, unclear, oh, unclear a, who the de- winner it's was. It's a dead heat. Yeah, we'll never know. Okay. Seriously, now who would who would pay money to go and see Blues Clues the movie? Well, I think well, you've you've clearly won that. Well, so. it's, it's one each. So last 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 week, uh, Adam got uh, Guess Who funded. Mm, it was based on the board game Guess Who. Funnily <laughs> enough, it was very good. Who's to say what would be the better film? Yeah. Yes, you guys, and uh, obviously Blue Clues. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that, that wraps up our film pitch, and that pretty much wraps up the bulk of the podcast. All that's left to do now is say uh, thank you to Simon. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> yeah, make sure you go along and, uh, and see Simon's show this week at Bats. Definitely do that. Um, and, and now it's, it's up to us to outro the podcast with, with news of the future of the podcast.
Yeah, we'll be doing it again sometime. <laughs> you can and set your watch by that. Yeah, soon, probably. Well, what we like to do is we'll take an extended break, so maybe four to six weeks, and then we'll come back and do some recordings, and they'll be up on iTunes. Just search Baker and Wright. It's, it's, what a pitch. I've really yeah, put everything so into good. it as well. So, And you know, maybe, maybe another live one in the near future, because this one... It's just been... It's gone off. It's absolutely gone off, off like a frog in a sock. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> gone off like a frog in a sock. Cool. It's okay. a phrase, yep. isn't it? Is that a uh, phrase? Thanks for coming, everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's, thank you very much. Uh, thank phrase. you guys for coming. Thank you to Darren on Tech. Thank you to Fringe at the Griffin. Yay! <laughs> and uh, see you guys next time. And, you know, download it from iTunes or wherever. Do we just sit here awkwardly while See if you can hear your voices. So that's it. That's the show done now. So thanks for coming. Cheers. <laughs>